Here we go! My name's Bubba. My name's Anna. And you are tuned in to Church Nerds, an LTN radio morning show and a proud member of the Love Thy Nerd podcast network. Now, this is a very special episode because you are listening to our season four premiere. Whoop, whoop. We've done Big 61 episodes. 61. 61 episodes of I, this. A little bit of me is like, why couldn't we end on the 60? Wait, did we end on the 60th? We ended on... 61. This, this, this is episode 62. We have done 61 Oh, so we episodes. did end on the 60th. Okay. We ended on 60. Okay, never mind. We ended on 60, and then we did a Christmas episode. Oh. Well, then that doesn't... One to grow doesn't on. Doesn't that make this episode 62, technically? It does make it episode 62. And I said, we have done 61 episodes. But, okay. Uh, and this is episode 62. I was looking at the top of the doc that hasn't been up. Uh, oh, edited. Yeah. Look so I'm higher confusing than that. myself. And then it does Got say it. episode I 62. Okay. I don't know. Hey, you're producing this episode and I'm not. Am I and though? so that means I? that I don't know what's going on. I just, <laughs> I, you know. I, and that will become more apparent as we get into the main topic. <laughs> well, like I said, my name is Bubba um, and I'm a full-time nerd culture missionary here at Love Thy Nerd and also a co-founder of this organization. And before that, I served for over 12 years on full-time church staff, and these days you can catch me Monday and Tuesday at 8 a.m. to noon Central Time on twitch.tv slash Bubba underscore LTN, and then on Wednesday, I'm same spot, but from noon to 4 p.m., and over there we chat about a lot of different things, watch TikToks, uh, share streaming tips, and really all sorts of things. Um, and I usually play a video game to close it out for a few hours. And uh, if you don't remember any of that just information, a cool few hours. Yeah, just a, it's an easy four. It's no big deal. Oh my gosh! <laughs> if you don't remember any of that information, do me a favor. I'd love for you to do this anyway. Head on over to lovethynerd.com/bubba. All that's there. Who are you? And I'm Anna. The end. <laughs> I don't have a bunch of stuff written about myself. I just, uh, you know, I do this podcast with you. This is how I partner with you. I'm, um, you know, it's the only way. The only way the to only way partner, partner with together. you. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. We do this podcast, and somehow you get all of my money. I don't understand how it works. <laughs> Pay all your bills. I would like to. I'm not on time though. Let's let's be I, real. Most of the times on time. <laughs> you, you pay know. the bills. I get the I emails. I do have a few other things going on, namely four children. Get out um, of here. I take care of the children. Um, you wanted the children. You also wanted the children, so don't it's put that on me here. Yeah. Um, and let's see. I do have. I work at our church um, part time, doing child care stuff. Um, also I sew things. Right and now you're embroidering. Oh yeah. But we can't talk about that because we have other things to talk about. Go, well, here's go and check out Anna's originals by Julius <laughs> Maximus. Like that's what, <clears throat> that's what Anna does. That's where, that's where she spends what little free time she has, yeah. um, into the wee hours of the morning embroidering in bed. And so, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go but what I really out. wanted to talk about though is Wordle. Word, I don't, are you saying it right? I don't know. 
Wordle. Wordle. I've never heard of it. So I was confused why then why this game, which is about discovering a five letter word, was called a name that was more than five letters. Mm-hmm. And it's because what's the guy's mm-hmm. name who made it? Wardle. It is Wardle. W A R D L E. Somebody or other Wardle. And Mr. he made Wardle. this game yeah. called Wordle. Anyway, you already know what it is, everyone. Don't pretend <laughs> like you <laughs> don't. <laughs> they know what it is. But I am I am consistently surprised at the number of people that are like, what is this? Okay, so it's swept the nation by storm. And it's the things that I love about it that make it charming to me are that it's like it's one word a day. Mm-hmm. The guy just puts the one word a day on there. You have six guesses to figure out what this five letter word is. It'll tell you if you got any of the letters right. And it'll tell you if you got them in the right places by, you know, coding them different colors. And you just keep trying until you make it or until you don't make it. Yeah. If you don't get it in six tries, you fail it. I've never failed it yet. I have. Except I count that one that we had to do together as a fail. The word was null. (laughs) K-N-O-L-L. Anyway, so um, we sold all our friends on this thing. Like, we sold. I started it. Yes. I got you yeah, on the way it. You, the way you said that just sounded weird. We sold all of our friends. We sold them it. off. Yes. No, we um, <laughs> we sold them to play Wordle because we were like, hey, we're doing this thing. They saw our posts. They made fun of us a little bit, and I was like, oh, yeah. hey, here's the deal. Here's why you should play this game. It's not a time suck. Like wordscapes, which I'm almost to level 1000. Um, <laughs> it's not, they're not trying to sell you anything. There are no ads. You don't have to get other people to play with you. You can share it. And that's everybody's complaining. Everyone's sharing it. All I ever see is Wordle. But like, then just don't. Like, just don't share it. Don't be a part of that. Would you no rather they, they continue to share pictures of their their food, things that you actually don't care about but I and can't like, engage with? I feel like people find this sense of community <clears throat> and it's like you're just in on it or you're not. And if you're not in on it, you can just That's do fine. it tomorrow. And it's just fun. And I saw a post today. I think you saw it also. That was like Wordle is proof that our culture is hungry for something oh, that I they see, yeah, cannot binge, yep. at which is brilliant. And yeah. so true. So this sad thing happened because this guy has just been doing it like just for funsies or whatever. Yeah. It's so not even an app. It's Wordle, like- <laughs> Wordle is a website. It's just, it's, I, I say go to gobbledygoop.com because it's not wordle.com or anything yet. Like I only know where Power it is. Powerlanguage.com slash UK or something like that. I legitimately only know where it is because you I've, just keep it I've open Googled on your phone. it so many times. Yeah, yeah. That Google's like, you probably are trying to go to it's, this It's website, not even right? wordle.com. It's just no. like something else. So so he started it back in October of last year. October. October wow. of last year. So it launched with like 30 or 90 people or something like that. Not a big deal. But see, like the weird thing is that this big wordle thing has happened. Like it really gained steam. Mm-hmm. Like during our break. Oh, like, yeah. We, it was not a thing for us. No. When we... the. On Christmas Eve. Nobody, nobody knew. So well, fast. I don't want to say nobody knew about it, but like it started to steadily grow. It went from like 30 to 90 people to then like, uh, you know, a thousand people, yep. yada, yada, yada. Anyway, he made it for a friend. Mm-hmm. And so 
it's, it's ridiculously simple. It's just, it's not an app. It's not a download. It's not anything. It's just, you go to the website and you play the game. Mm-hmm. And so currently this game has, um, it has over 300,000 daily users, which like, and it, it also doesn't, you don't have to agree to anything. You just load the website. Like you just, no cookies, no all anything. All the things that are really mm-hmm. annoying about when they're like, they're just mining our data. Well, I mean, they're mining it anyway, one way or the other, but they're not like, that's not the purpose of it. I don't know. Or maybe it is. I don't know. Okay. So then New York times gets a hold of this and is like, Hey, we would like to give you a, a lump sum of money. And I say a lump sum because the New York times reported on their purchase of Wordle by saying they agreed on a low seven figure sum. They didn't even say what the number so was. At least one million dollars. But this guy, he was for he this became tiny a millionaire. Thing. Became yeah. a a millionaire. Which I'm overnight, like, people are like, "Well, he sold out," and I'm like, "I would have sold out. Freaking sold out. I, I probably would have sold out. Like I, but it makes me sad to think that it could be changing. We could be losing this thing. It will change. But the let things me, that I love about it might change, let me, and then I won't do it anymore. Let me <clears throat> let me kind of paint a picture for you, okay? So I was talking about this with my stream um, on Tuesday morning and I was saying 300,000 subscribers or 300,000 daily users. And that number has gone up since those numbers were collected. Mm-hmm. Let's say um, the, the article does say that initially Wordle will remain free for current and new users, which lends us to believe that they are going to add it to their subscription service. Okay. You want to get New York times, digital, whatever. It's a dollar a week for the first year. And then it goes up to four twenty five. a week, a week. It's a paper. So it's like, and digital stuff, you know, dynamic content, whatever. If that's your thing, a dollar a week, if that's your thing, cool. All right. Listen, if they, if they converted half of those people, I'm saying not put it behind a paywall, right? Like just put it on your website, New York Times. You have to go to NewYorkTimes.com to play Wordle. There are going to be ads and all sorts of stuff, right? Big deal. But you don't have to log in. It's completely free. You are going to see ads. You are going to be in our environment. If they were able to convert half of those people, that's almost $16 million that they stand to earn in the first year. It's crazy. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I don't think they're going to if they retain, do that because it, it, everybody's angry that they bought Wordle in the first place. If they, re, if they retain a third of those people with that model, right? A third of those people, it's still almost $9 million the following year. But I think what's going to happen is they're going to get Wordle. They're going to put it behind the paywall and it's going to, the, the numbers are going to drastically even at, Even having to sit through ads. Like I already have other word games that I have to sit through ads for. I don't want to sit through an ad. Uh, you put an ad on the side, whatever, that's fine. That's great. What I don't want to do is I don't want to sit through an ad. But here's the deal. Okay. This is the thing I said. I've got new information for okay. you. Okay. Tell me, tell me. The New York Times is grieving buying. And grieving Wordle. Is buying or has bought, depending on, you know, time frame, right? Wordle. It's going to happen. Is right. happening. Just I know. buckle I just up and deal with it. I play it every day right now, like, because it's. You can still do that even after they have purchased them. If you go to your web, web browser, anywhere on the page, you can right click, save web page as. That, the whole game, 
mm-hmm. is on that website, on that page. And so they're not going to take it down though. It doesn't matter. You've saved it as you've saved the web page. <sighs> yeah. But like the Our, whole social aspect of it is going to go away, you know? No, it's all still in there. No, I know, but everybody posting and, you know, yeah, like, so that's the thing. I can say this right now because this is not going to come out today. Today's word being moist and oh, everybody ter- being like, <laughs> I didn't word. even want to type that word. Yeah. Like we're not going to have that whole, you know, banter every day surrounding what terrible or awesome word it was. But think it's of all just, the things. It's going to die, which is okay. Think because, of all the things, Anna, that, that Wordle will have created. There already are, there's a Bordle, there's a board game version of it. There's, uh, Wordus, you know, the app where people can binge on Wordle. Yes. Um, yeah, I know. There are I think things. I'm a firm believer that the best things, like everything dies. In life for free. Every, no, oh. everything dies. And if you were ready to say goodbye to it, something bad had already happened to it. Yeah. So being really sad and grieving the loss of Wordle just means it was awesome and it yeah. was fun. And I just need to be like, have gratitude for that. Hey, or New York Times proves us completely wrong. Maybe there, this is a tricky thing that they're navigating because yeah. they're, because people are big mad or well, I, I just feel sad. And I can't tell you how many people have sent me messages and are like, did you see this? Yeah, and I'm I've like, been I know, well, I we've been, know we've been wordle evangelists. Right. And I feel like it's my responsibility to walk away because the, the very reasons that I was like, you should play this game are being changed. Yeah. So I got to <coughs> walk Excuse away. Me. Well, we will walk away. And I've told mm-hmm. people publicly that, Hey, we we're out on principle. On principle. And people are like, well, would you would you uh, support a Patreon if this guy did it? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I would. I would support it at more than a dollar a month if it meant to keep it where it is and allow people you to. You said a dollar a week. That's what I meant to say. I'm sorry. A dollar a week. I would, I would, for, okay, four dollars, four dollars a, yeah, okay. So the New York Times currently is, for new subscribers, it's a dollar a week and then it would be four dollars and 25 cents a week a week yeah. that's just an exorbitant amount of money for would... digital content come on hey Mima, you're not gonna pay it <gasps> so don't worry about it i'm not okay? i won't do it um so the the fact of the matter is is like if they had that model and he was just doing it started a patreon yes i would or if he had an ad that was like hey would you like to support this i i would because it's something that is allowing me to to it's the same reason i buy battle passes or whatever for video games it's like the game itself is basically free. $15 for three months or four months worth of content. That makes a lot of sense to me. So that's kind of where I'm at, where we're at with it. If you want to, you can still play Wordle. You would have to buy it twice because for you to play it and for me to play it because. Oh no, $2? Uh, oh, where are we going to come? Week? Where are we going to come up with the money? No, no. I'm Patreon doesn't. You're still, you're still in New York Times land. You're not even listening to me. This is marital counseling. <laughs> I'm sitting here talking to your face. All you can think about is a dang New York Times. Anyway, hey, if you are playing Wordle, let's let's have a little bit of fun with it while it's still around. I am blown away by how many people respond to my post. It is hands down every day <laughs> the, most the most like commented on, reacted, whatever post that I I've ever had ever. 
A baby's born. We're gonna have a really boring like. Oh, this was your most commented on post of mm-hmm. 2022. Mm-hmm. Wordle, 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 wordle. wordle. <laughs> um, and so you know, I, I've got a lot of extra things to say about Wordle. I, I enjoy it. If you don't like it, don't play it. Who cares? I'm not. Super... I care. You should play it. Okay, but I don't. So if you don't, it's fine. But like my my defense is, you hate something you don't understand. Exactly. And we're actually going to be talking about that in the third segment. Okay. Why we hate things that we don't understand. Uh, Why fear drives us towards those things. You're going to go straight to Batman with Mm, that. mm, mm, So good. Hey, don't go anywhere. Sit tight. Today we're talking about the metaverse and virtual reality. So you're not going to want to go anywhere. We'll be right back with more of the Church Nerds Podcast. emphasize intentional community join our facebook group by searching for love thy nerd community and if you not only like us but you like like us like us you should join our discord server at lovethynerd.com discord and jump in on some of our game night streams bottom line we want to hang out with you come join us Welcome back to Church Nerds, and thank you for joining us. If you found us anywhere besides LTN Radio at ltnonair.com or the Live 365 app by searching for LTN Radio, head on over to those websites. Figure those things out. Now, for the best Christian indie rock, pop, and hip-hop, just uh, good music, quality content, 24 hours a day. That's where you want to be. You can also listen on the go, like I said, from that app, Live 365. Simply search for LTN Radio and you are golden. Again, head on over to ltnonair.com for more details and to get started listening to LTN Radio. You were going to interrupt that? I was. You said you didn't say ltnonair.com the first time. You said LTN Radio. ltnradioonair.com slash geocities.gov. <laughs> no. I just want to, you ended up saying it, so it's fine. I just want to make sure all the good people could find us um, on the interwebs. Also, lovethynerd.com. Like, yeah. if you just go there, it's at the top. It's got its own little special doodad, clickety-clack, and uh, we're, you we're good You were really go. good at this terminology today. Yeah, I'm, I'm freaking crushing it, man. Like, <laughs> I'm coming back from break is what's happening. You guys should just know that it took us at least four yeah, takes wait, to go. start this episode because we're a little rusty. So, uh, not we, <laughs> me. <clears throat> anyway, uh, wordle aside, we are talking today about the metaverse and the trash truck that's driving into our driveway right now. What is happening? It, I don't know. Okay, it's, it's driving fine. past our house. This too shall pass. They're taking on our trash, <laughs> which I really appreciate. I'm here for that. So, um, so we're talking today about the metaverse. Mm-hmm. Um, and what is it? Why is it? Where is it? How? Not to who be is it? Confused with the multiverse, which I, I, I do. Hmm. Do you really? You confused with for the some multiverse? reason? Yeah, I don't know. I it's feel like weird. we should dive into that off air a little bit more. Okay. Um, I, I guess it could fit into the multiverse no, in some way, I shape, just, or form. I just, no, it doesn't really have any, it's just, I'm not good At In a way, you are at, kind of creating a variant of yourself in another space. No. I don't know. 
It's a thing that could exist. <laughs> I have recently stepped into the metaverse and Anna can kind of vouch for this. I, I wanted badly to, I, I wouldn't say join the metaverse because two years ago when this like really kind of got into my brain space, the term it metaverse said not wasn't really was, a thing. Right. Um, it was a lot like if you were talking to somebody in October about Wordle, right. like it exists, but nobody knows but about barely. it. Barely. Yeah. And so what I knew about it was how it exists. My sister got a Quest 2, an Oculus Quest 2 headset. Um, they're owned by Facebook, and that's going to be important in this conversation. Um, <clears throat> got got this headset for her kids for Christmas, and it is a standalone virtual reality. That's what VR stands for. Virtual reality headset, meaning you do not have to hook it up to a computer. It actually doesn't have any wires that need to be hooked up other than to charge it. And you can flail your arms around like an idiot, Swinging at things that don't exist. Um, and to be clear. In time and space. You absolutely do. Oh, 100%. Look like an idiot. I sweat, so much sweat, playing Super Hot, which is a really interesting. Sounds like it was appropriate. <clears throat> name, appropriate super It's my turn to stumble. Hot. Appropriately named. Yeah. Game if you do end up very sweaty. And that's what virtual reality hot. started out as. It's like, hey, how can we do interactivity with games? And I when I say it started out that way, and from a consumer standpoint, okay, <clears throat> virtual reality started in other ways, in other practical applications, in you know science and technology and government stuff like that. But because it's basically a simulation, hundred percent, one hundred percent. Now we do things like The Sims. <clears throat> well, we we do things like there are games that are X simulator, so job yeah. simulator. Um, surgeon simulator, you know, all sorts of stuff Pilot like that. Pilot simulator? Was that what you played? What did you uh, play? Microsoft's uh, flight simulator. Flight simulator. <laughs> like, is it Pilot lawn simulator? Lawnmower simulator. Lawnmower simulator. But as far as like because VR stuff goes. we don't want to really mow our lawns. We want to play a computer game. There's no way I can mow my lawn like that. That's perfect. <laughs> <clears throat> I made a panda. So. <clears throat> is there a goat simulator? <clears throat> yes, but it's, it's 100% different. But it's not yeah, being you a goat. Are you not, not doing goat yoga on the goat simulator? You are a goat. That is can, it the greatest of all time simulator? No. Oh. You're really taking this off the rails and I appreciate that about you. But like just <laughs> adding what I bring to this. Just adding simulator to the end of something doesn't make it virtual reality. Oh, okay. okay? So um <laughs> the, 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 that's how I got introduced to it was by game super hot. Um, another way that we have seen it is Beat Saber. And so that may be something that you're a little bit more familiar with just as a human person. Not I. What's a Beat Saber? Beat Saber is you take both of your, uh, your controllers and they are lightsabers, but it's like. It's Fruit Ninja on VR. Basically. It's more like Guitar Hero meets Fruit Ninja on uh, VR. Okay. So you're, it's, it's Beats. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the craziest thing. Like you can go and watch clips of people doing is this. Is this what that I saw a video that looked like maybe from Japan or something of a guy colored blocks with no, arrows on them. Must have been something else. Okay. Okay. But anyway, it's super popular. It's it's actually like the number one VR streamed thing. Um I on Twitch know a and lot other about platforms. This. Yes. It's the only game Nene has asked me if we're going to get. Okay. <laughs> She's like, can we get that, that beat game, that lightsaber game? Uh -huh. I'm going to beat saber. Uh -huh. uh, 
Let's dial it back a little bit more, something that people are probably a little bit more uh, familiar with. And this is not virtual reality, but this is, I think, where we're trying to go with all this stuff, which is augmented reality. Okay, so we have this Ready Player One kind of mindset that we're all just going to put headsets on and then we're going to go into this virtual space and we're going to do all these really cool things and yada, yada, yada. I think that that is a stepping stone. I think that augmented reality, a mix of a virtual space and the physical space that we're in, I think that that's kind of where we'll find ourselves um, a little bit down the road in a more like comfortable space. So I say all that to say this, Pokemon Go is mm-hmm. augmented reality. You take your phone to an actual, you know, geolocation mm-hmm. and you do a thing there and you can play you can hold your phone up and you can actually play by pointing your camera at Pikachu in real space. Now he mm-hmm. doesn't exist there. Mm-hmm. He only exists in the digital realm, mm-hmm. but it's represented in physical space. Yeah, I have those Google eyes on. Absolutely. Google glass. Um, those, the, are you talking glasses? about the, the googly eyes? No, you, no, you not shake the googly eyes. I have lots of googly eyes. No, not the googly eyes. I yeah. said the googly eyes. I think so. Caleb um, brought home from school. Um, I guess the school library gave him these books. They're always giving the kids, but we have so many books. They come home with so many books. Two of them, he loves like um, info books. Like he's not a novel reader. He's not a history book reader. He loves like encyclopedia types of books. (laughs) That is his favorite. It's crazy. And so he got one about like science and technology. And then he got one called wearable technology. Oh, I did see that. And so he was talking to me about these glasses that are like, you know, they're glasses and you have to charge them and they'll project things onto the glasses. Um, But even when they run out of batteries and they don't have a charge or whatever, they're still like, still you know, glasses. if you have prescription lenses, they're still going to be glasses Yeah. because um, that part's not digital, yeah. which would break my brain if it was. So um, <laughs> anyway, I, I like if that took off, if we were all just wearing, that would be an interesting augmented reality mm-hmm. type of device that I could perhaps see gaining steam. Like who would have thought that we all would have had um, James Bond you know, super watches, yeah, Dick Tracy watches. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we all do mm. like every, not all of us, but it many, many thing. people have smart watches and yep. we have phone calls and we are tracking our heart rates all the time and yeah. doing whatever we're doing, getting messages. Uh, it is really crazy. So there, there's a lot of stuff out there, um, that already exists. And there are a lot of, uh, you know, what you might consider failed projects that push things forward. So smell vision. Smell, yeah, smell is vision. it failed? The schnozberries taste like schnozberries. Um, it, it, do you have, uh, God help us all when smell vision hits. I'm not I, super I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it a little bit. So We've seen these things and like there, you might have heard of uh, Microsoft HoloLens, which was kind of an AR thing where it was really cool. You could play Minecraft. AR, AR does mean augmented reality. Augmented reality, reality. Okay. yeah. Just trying you to. Could play, you could play Minecraft on a physical table. And so like on this table that we're sitting at right now, you uh-huh. would kind of draw the outline and it would see it and know, okay, boom, this is good. And then it would build up, you know, okay. however high. And then you could like, pinch to zoom, drill in and 
and make your own little like Star Wars, you know, those like where there's a whole bunch of world leaders sitting around a table. That's exactly what it's like. Or like Iron Man and like all that stuff, (laughs) you know, like that, that's, that was the idea. And what's, what's funny is like a lot of these things are reverse engineered from like sci-fi television shows and stuff like that. And so. And do, so, like, they don't practically work all that well, or they just why don't they? We well, haven't we, they gained? We stopped seeing traction. it in the in the public, which put on your tinfoil hat with me for just a second. That means that the military probably picked it up in some way, shape, or form. And so, I don't think that they were just like, eh, throw it away. I think that it is being used. It's just not being used in. In, in the public, it's for used playing. for private sector and government and stuff like that. And so <clears throat> I think that we, we have the, you know, the virtual reality, the way that we do and the quest headsets and all that stuff because of those strides that have been made. And I think that we will get to that at some point, but right now this is where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will tell you that the, 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 the metaverse um, exists in a lot of spaces um like, that m- many of us are blissfully unaware of just yes you can I, I think that the metaverse like that that terminology is actually perfect for it because if you think of it as a verse okay um not of a song but like a, the universe right you have the earth is a planet in the universe mm-hmm. okay well it's like you know, the multiverse, all the verses are like a version of reality. Yeah. Verse being a version. Yes. Root word of, I don't know. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like in any way that you want to slice it, I think that the terminology helps us to understand rather than just saying, this is a word that we, we call it. It's like, think about it for a second, because honestly, there are entire, there are entire other worlds and like, you know, systems, solar systems, if you want to think about it that way inside of the multiverse. So, for instance, there's a space there called alt space, okay? And all of the people in alt space look a certain way. Like, your avatar is going to have more human characteristics. Blue, skinned, with yellow eyes. You're thinking of avatar. You said avatar. avatar. Okay. Different avatar. Um, Which, there's another one coming out in, like, a a whole, like, theme park. No, boo. <clears throat> I'm actually kind of excited about it. But anyway. The be- the second one better be better than the first. And it better not have a, a metal called Unobtainium. Unobtainium. Yeah, that's so stupid. Get out of here. But anyway, like the people in alt space, your avatar in alt space, the, the representation of yourself in, in the digital space, they all have a similar look to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there are a bunch of different places inside we'll call that like a the alt space a solar system there are a bunch of different like planets and spaces inside of there that you can go to that are vastly different you're saying <clears throat> so it's like like a species yeah the alt space people are their own species if, or- if i if i am to if i am to carry this this analogy all the way through like people in people in alt space we'll just call them earthlings right uh-huh. like they're 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 from this planet mm-hmm. now you move on to another place like VR chat and that's like those people are Martians, right? Mm-hmm. It's vastly different. It's similar in, in concept, but it's except, vastly different. Except at this point, you can't really jump like a Martian couldn't go to the alt space, right? You can't they only exist in that 
little space. I can go from alt space to VR chat, but I cannot bring my alt space avatar, avatar right. into. I have to create brand new stuff for VR chat. Do all that. Do all that stuff. It, you know, the same way as if like you went somewhere else, you have to like register and you know you got to become you know citizen. Do all that if you want to you know like live there and have. You have to accept the cookies. Absolutely. To- and so it's it's really interesting <laughs> to see that there are these different spaces. Um, and then there's also PlayStation. Sony PlayStation, they have a foot in the VR space as well with their PSVR, PlayStation Virtual Reality. It's a headset that you can get that hooks up to your PlayStation. They have a multiverse space that they can also engage in. If you have any other kind of virtual reality with your computer or through the Oculus Quest or anything like that, you can go to Alt Space and you can go to VR Chat and you can also go to this third one called Rec Room. If you're a PlayStation VR user, you cannot go to Alt Space or VR Chat, but you can go to Rec Room. So it is, it's a space where all of those people on the different platforms can come together and hang out. I don't understand why it's the only one, but it probably has a lot to do with coding and hosting and blah, 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 blah. Like the, the PlayStation ecosystem and or hardware is probably the limitation there. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool. You can get together. There are a lot of hangout spaces. You can play, you know, like beanbag toss. You can do, um, you know, there. When I when I load into Alt Space, I have like a terrace that I can go out on on my my apartment that they they drop me in. I can shoot hoops. Okay, can, Dwight. Exactly. It's it's very it's very um, Second Life, but like <sighs> in VR space. And so there's a bunch of different You're things a paper that you can salesman. do. I, well, I For actually, a mid-sized paper company. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in, I'm an assistant regional life. manager to, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's interesting. <clears throat> it's interesting to, to get in there and look around and just see what you can do. It's also worth noting, um, that people use this space, the metaverse, for a lot of different things. Um, they use it to meet new people, like as a, as a social space, right? The same as you would go anywhere. Like, oh, hey, I'm going to go out, you know, uh, you know, to the to the park or you know, I'm going to go to the coffee shop or like whatever. Like you're deciding to go to a space to hang out for a while. Can I go be part of VR Tinder? Is that, that you jumped like- <laughs> way far? I don't know. Like your mind went to Tinder <clears throat> first. I, I said know. the park We're and the coffee about, shop like, meeting new people. And you thought swipe right. That was I do, like for reals, though. I feel like there are people who. Often who seek virtual spaces who feel like they've exhausted their physical space as far as meeting people. Like I've met all the people around me physically. I'm not interested in mm-hmm. them. I I need a larger pool to draw from. Sure. Um, like we've seen that a lot with, and you're right. Like it's a big jump, but like internet dating and stuff like that. I don't know why that, I don't know why my brain went there first, but. Yeah. I And, and honestly, yes. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not everybody, right? Like you paint with broad brushes, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, th- I think that, you know, it's people, people go places where they feel comfortable to do things that they feel comfortable doing. And if, if somebody doesn't feel comfortable in a physical space, like, Hey, um, Anna, we're going to go to the park. Um, no, thank you. Not interested in that. In at the dog poop all. at the park. <clears throat> or it's like, Is, do you, are there, are there internet dogs? Internet y- pets? Y- yes. VR pets? Yes, 100% there are. And in VR chat, you can be one. 
Like you get to be a pet. VR chat's the wild west of the <laughs> dang uh, metaverse. But like, honestly, to kind of bring it all back, people, I've had a lot of people say, why, what's the draw? Why, why the metaverse? And we'll talk about like from a Christian perspective in the next segment, but why VR? Why don't just, just meet in person? Kind of like what you're saying. Some people, A, cannot. Mm-hmm. They just can't. They have ailments. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, COVID is an actual real thing that exists in this world. And people with with low immune systems or, you know, that are you know prone to stuff like that can't. Or they literally can't get out of their house because they're bedridden or whatever. <clears throat> Saying things like, well, just go meet with people in physical space. They may also have social anxiety. They may they may deal with, um, you know, uh, all sorts of things. Like I, I don't want to sit here and diagnose the internet, but, but I've met people already that deal with that stuff or they live in India. Mm-hmm. And like I, through this space have the opportunity to, to meet and talk and, and interact with people that I not, I never, ever, ever would have had a chance to, if I'm only worried about, well, just go and, and talk to, talk to real people. That'd be the most thing that like the biggest thing that I would say to people. And I, I deal with this all the time with people in LTN, not people inside of LTN, but people ask a lot of questions about it is, well, why you guys video games? Just go hang out with real people. Like I am hanging out with real people. Like it's important to understand the person on the other side of this screen is an actual human being. Right. I wonder if we're going to have terminology because I mean, right. It, pe- we talk about this all the time. That like people on the internet are real people. Yeah. Um, Does your humanity cease when you are checking your email? I well, I wonder no, if we're going to have not. terminology like how we call. We have internet stores like East stores, yeah. and then we have brick and mortar stores. Yeah. To like, we have to differentiate between those two things. I wonder if like we have avatars. If we're going to end up with terminology about our physically like grounded to the. Yeah. Physical earth bodies. I've got it. It's, it's people and evil. People and evil. I got them. It's easy. It's too easy. Like in Come, person. Hire me, internet. So long, long story short, um, why, why else would people, why, why would it, we'll just say, why would a, like a healthy, um, you know, uh, social butterfly, um, able-bodied person, you know, any, remove any of the barriers, right? Um, wh- why would anybody spend time in VR? Mm-hmm. Period. Um, some, some of the, why would you go for a walk online? If you could just go yeah. for a walk in your neighborhood why type you of choose? mentality. Yeah. yeah. And so one of the things we already talked about was meeting new people. So the internet and VR and all this stuff, like connectivity actually shrinks the world. It makes it smaller, allows us to interact with people that we normally wouldn't interact with talking about people from India and all sorts of stuff. Um, and those, those aren't just like, Oh, what if I met somebody from India? It's like, I have done that very recently and so also creating watch this dude on tiktok i've showed you a couple of his videos where he he's a graffiti artist and he i think i shared him with you i shared a lot of stuff with you on tiktok it's not my fault if you haven't seen it i haven't been checking so he's a, he's a graffiti artist and there's an app inside of uh, you know on vr where he has access to unlimited things he has a non-destructive space where he can go in there and create. And he does mm. some of the most ridiculously gorgeous and beautiful and mind-blowing graffiti art 
inside of VR. And then for him specifically, he's able to take those, and we don't have time to explain all this, he's able to take those and make those into NFTs and then sell them mm-hmm. and trade them. And that that's a business model for him, right? Mm-hmm. So um, artistic expression, commerce, um, we did talk, you, you talked about e-stores and all that stuff. Um, and then also just doing things that you absolutely cannot do in real life. If I am bedridden and I cannot move, but I can go into VR and hang glide or jump off of a waterfall or play tennis or like do whatever. Go on a roller coaster and then throw up. Absolutely. Which you freaking will, man. Motion sickness <laughs> is a real deal. And I deal with it in VR. Like being able to step outside of your real life and experience things that you couldn't experience. Now there are healthy and unhealthy boundaries when that you know, with that, but I think that just at its core, video games and virtual reality by extension allow you to experience these things. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about that in the in the second second segment here. But I think that it's important to note that that just because you can and you don't doesn't mean people shouldn't. You know, like that that's that's a projection that we do as human people. And so I don't want to get too deep. I just want to kind of give you guys an over overview of I mean, this is like a, a stone skipping across the top of a lake um, mm-hmm. of what VR and the multiverse is. If you have any questions, you want to experience it, you have a VR headset, you want to hang out with me, let me know. I I'm going to tell you right now, I probably should spend about an hour a day in VR just to kind of acclimate and test things out because I have ulterior motives for why I'm doing this. And we'll talk about this in the next segment. But if you want to hang out in that space, let me know, send me a message. I don't think it's ulterior motives. I think just you're intentional. Okay. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Yeah, You're making it sound nefarious. Well, I was going to say they're ulterior. They're not nefarious. Like it's, uh, I'm, I'm not hanging out in VR because I just want to get in there and play some games and do whatever. It's like, I I have a very specific reason for acquiring a quest Two headset and being in the metaverse. So um, we're going to talk a little bit about those reasons. Um, You know, my, my espionage, um, my James Bond moments uh, here in just a second, but stick around. Don't go anywhere. We're going to talk about the metaverse from a Christian perspective and uh, maybe some ideas of what you could do if you are traversing in the metaverse right here on the Church Nerds Podcast. Have you ever been around another person that used a word or phrase that you were absolutely certain you should know, but you didn't? Of course you have. Well, don't worry, nerd, because we've got some great news for you. You're about to learn something brand new. This is the real world, bub, and you need to learn to hold your own in a nerdy conversation. So pull up an ear and pay attention because LTN has another nerdy definition for you. Today's phrase is F in the chat. If you've been watching a live stream on Twitch or YouTube, you might notice a flood of chat messages that simply read F. At first glance, you might think this is a group form of censored cursing, but it's a bit more complicated than that. Spamming F in a live stream chat is typically used to symbolize sorrow or compassion or to playfully and sarcastically mock a fail moment. The practice of using the letter F to denote sorrow originates from the 2014 video game Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, 
which features a character's funeral where a player is prompted to press F to pay respects on their PC keyboard. It was press X on consoles. Though many people thought the play mechanic in the solemn cutscene was distasteful, the usage of F to pay respects to fallen players has persisted into its own meme. So next time you're watching a Smash stream and see Pikachu yeeted into space and a flood of Fs come across the screen, you can breathe easy because now you know it's not a reference to the F word. Welcome back to Church Nerds. Once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And if you're just now joining us or you're listening on LTN Radio or LTNOnAir.com or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere that you listen to us, hey, uh, we have been talking about the metaverse and just to get things out of here and into the the, the ethos that we have our special guest back, mm-hmm. PJ. <laughs> he's kind of, he's he's a staple. Yep. Of the podcast, because mm-hmm. the boy does not know how to sleep more than 10 minutes. He does not, and we do not have a babysitter. So, oh, so we <laughs> the podcast is babysitting him. Okay, and before we get too far into it, you wanted to kind of talk a little bit about what you had hoped or maybe even thought that VR was going to be like. Well, I don't know. I mean, obviously, VR, the concept of virtual reality, science, like sci-fi has been dancing around this for a long time. What Mm -hmm. we think it'll be, like what could be possible. Um, My mom has been selling yarn on eBay for like ever, since eBay was a in its infancy, years. right? It first started gaining. I don't even know when eBay started to really become popular. Yeah, we had a yarn store in our house. She started selling on eBay like really early on. Which when we first started, just getting the colors of like yarn to display properly anywhere yeah. close to what they looked like that was very difficult in the beginning. So that's what we dealt with. And then as time progressed, like colors got easier, but so the, the hand of yarn or fabric is like what it feels like, how, you know, how it feels to the touch and you can kind of try to describe it, but you know, like it's not the same thing as touching it. And so my mom was like, oh man, I just, I wish there were a way that people could just feel this Mm. yarn. Like it would... It's, it would sell so much better oh, if yeah, they could just feel it. I know if they could feel it, they would buy it. And so it was like, what would that look like? Is it going to be gloves that you put on and somehow like yeah, it's coated in some sensation? Um, or there's like the the idea of smell-o-vision has always been, you know, yeah. a thing, which I think in general, in general, it's better to not smell things. I, for a 100,000 reasons, absolutely. We went um, on a, a ride at Disney one time that a had a smell. Yeah, it had a smell component to it. And the smell was a stink bug. Um, of all the things. Which, I mean. A nasty fart. If, <laughs> if we could do um, smelling stuff, I just feel like it would be migraine inducing. Oh, 100%. You know, like we're already engineering many, many smells Dude. and tastes. But 
I don't know if it would go as well as we wished it would. Well, I don't I'm, know if it's ever going to be the same as like smelling a home cooked meal. I don't think it will. Well, pff, I say that I take it back immediately because I think that it could. But I think even now, like I'm like sniffling and coughing and like the allergy stuff is still going around here in Texas. And so I have no desire of catching allergies in VR. Like, no, thank you. And so I Ooh, think that. Yeah, we've talked about like good viruses. Yeah. And I think physical it for your biological body. I think that they could. So that's just kind of a kind of, a, you know, Anna was like, hey, I really want to say this in the last thing, but you wouldn't shut up. And so I was like, oh, OK, I'll give you the first five minutes. Well, and like so I come in here when you're um, doing your your VR thing and you've got your goggles on, you've got your um, your wands. Yeah. Take care of the child is what I'm pointing at. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm yeah, trying. I, I'm, 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 I'm engrossed in what's happening. And so add smell to that. Maybe, maybe pass. I don't know. But tactile, like we, we've seen that kind of in um, Ready Player One and all sorts of stuff. And so, but the, those are some of the things that also virtual reality and augmented reality could be like, we're trying to blend the two spaces, right? Like that's kind of the idea behind all of that is to suspend your disbelief as much as possible so that you are immersed as much as you possibly can be. Even the PlayStation five has, um, it has haptic controls, which means that you, you have, uh, you know, vibrations and the triggers are, uh, there's resistance in the triggers when you're trying to do stuff. And so, if I'm standing in the rain in a game, I can feel the rain on my hands because the rumblers are going in a certain way that it feels like little drops of rain mm -hmm. in my hand, which is really cool. It's, it, it's immersive, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. BJ gets it. So moving forward into why VR for Bubba in the first place. And so the idea behind it was I, I received several messages. I think it was like two or three messages in a week kind of out of nowhere where they were like, Hey, do you guys do, does love thy nerd have any kind of content, anything written or otherwise on virtual reality? And I was like, Nope, no, we don't. And it felt like kind of a blind spot for us because if we exist to love and serve our nerdy neighbors and to help encourage and edify and train and equip and all this stuff, Christians in that space, as well as, sending sending these equipped people as missionaries nerd culture missionaries into nerd culture um why don't we have anything in one of the fastest um rising spaces in in this culture and so i was like i should probably look into that because nobody else was doing it and this isn't a slight on anybody um i wanted to get a vr headset so i could play super hot um two years ago i mean Nobody's doing it. It's a, it, nobody inside of LTN. It was a, oh, okay. nobody is a superlative. It's a misnomer. Don't don't get lost in the terminology. But we were not engaging in it, and so I was like, we. I think I feel like we need to. I feel like it's a missed opportunity. It doesn't mean that I want LTN to be synonymous with virtual or augmented reality, and that people have to come to us to get permission to do anything missions wise. That's that's not at all what I'm talking about. We are a parachurch organization. We're not looking to make the next metaverse LTN church campus or anything like that. We want to look and see what people are doing, 
how the space exists, who's already acting in this space, and how can we help by offering any kind of expertise or help that we can. And so with my R&D, my research and development, I went and this past Sunday, I was able to go, uh, Levi was at home, he was sick. And so I was able to go into um, church in the metaverse because this is a thing that exists. There are online metaverse campuses for popular churches that you may under, you may know and churches that only meet in the VR space. And so I went to Life Church. Um, you may be familiar with them if you use the Bible app, version. that's them, um, or any kind of church online platform, really. Craig Groeschel, whole nine yards. So we have um, people that we know at Life Church, and they're like, hey, we have a VR service, VR campus that we just launched in January. And I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm interested in that. I want to check that out. So I did, and it was super cool. Like it was a really polished, um, I expect nothing less from Life Church. It was a, it was a, an actual representation of their, their building. You walked in, you could tour the building, go see things. Um, the rooms were empty and whatnot, but like you could walk up to the welcome desk, go to the wall, get information, all sorts of stuff. There were people there, greeters. Um, and there were people, you know, just congregating in the auditorium and also in the you the the foyer the common space <clears throat> and they had some vr stuff over in the side so you can go and like throw bean bags or shoot hoops or do whatever and then they had screens all over the place where you could see what was going on in the auditorium and the cool thing about vr is you don't have to run cables or do anything you just put the screen in the spot and you can hear what's going on anywhere that you are in the space you don't have to worry about where the speakers are you just can't hear which is really great I appreciate that. If it's too loud, they can just turn it down their own. You turn it down in your own settings. It was fantastic. As, as someone who has been the sound guy. Oh my gosh. I just, this is, this was my dream. And so I went and did that. And I talked with two people. I talked with one of the pastors, um, that's been on the, uh, the online team for, you know, like over 10 years. I talked with one of the um, you know, one of the, the greeters that was running the info wall that this was her first time in VR. And so it was really interesting and, and wonderful to get to, to sit there and talk to them. And I think of what can become of that. How can how can we as LTM engage in that? Can we have a virtual booth in their lobby where people can come and ask us questions and talk to us about things that pertain to them because they're already in the digital space? Rather than trying to convince people, which I find myself doing quite often, that why LTN is a viable ministry, because they don't understand it. We'll talk about that in a second. And then I went to a place called VR Church, okay, which both of these spaces I went to in alt space, um, but VR Church also exists in VR chat. But I went to the alt space version of it, and it was more interactive, Right, it wasn't just go and sit down and watch watch the screen and then you know leave, um, talk to people and all that stuff. But this was, hey, you go into this space. It's like it, it's like in space. There's large planets, a lot of stuff that you can see, and there's big columns, and it's like really like, hey, we are super nerdy and we're in this space and we like these things. Um, it kind of gave me feelings of ADHD. I don't have ADHD, but there was so much stuff going on that I was having a hard time focusing on what was happening in front of me. But like, I understand 
all of it. Like I get it. And so um, when it came time to, to do the teaching, they were like, all right, and uh, follow me. And so we literally, our avatars followed the speaker. We jumped off of a waterfall and we were talking about, um, you know, John's baptism and all sorts of stuff. So it was really cool. They had created this river in VR space. And along the river, there was all the scripture that you could read on the side. If you want to see this, just go to my Facebook page and you can see the pictures of this experience on my timeline. And so it, there were visual representations of what they were talking about um, as the sermon was going on. And it was really, it was really cool. It was, it, it was an engaging space to help put some tangibility to what we were talking about, which I think is really cool. I'm, I'm a big fan of if we're going to do that kind of stuff, let's do it on purpose. Let's not just run slides to run slides. Um, that was always a, a major pet peeve of mine. Um, and so in VR, you can create these, these things where like, I, I, I really want to show you what I'm talking about. I'm going to give you, yeah, we're reading the book and that's great, but I, I want to help you bridge the gap. So I'm going to show you these things so that you, you don't have to wonder what it might look like. Um, so that was really cool. I have talked with several people. Um, and I've heard several things from from some people who I, I'm calling this kind of like the Christian aversion to virtual reality. Um, and the first thing that came into my mind when I was thinking about this was, uh, you know, Frozen 2, you know, the song Into the Unknown, right? Like that's that's kind of where I think that the fear comes from is from a misunderstanding of A, what the space actually is. Um, and long-term what, what its purpose is and what could happen when it's u- utilized correctly. You got a lot to say about this, don't you, PJ? Yeah, I understand. And so like we were talking in the, in the opener, um, about, you know, like why, why people don't like Wordle and why people are so like adamantly against Wordle if they are against it. And I think it's the same thing. It's like, you don't. You don't know it. You don't understand it. It doesn't make sense to you. So your natural inclination, and I know this because I are one, our natural inclination to things that we don't understand is to fight against them. Well, why don't you just do things my way? I don't like Wordle, so you shouldn't like Wordle too. You know, it's like, well, what, a, what, about, what about the people who do enjoy VR space? What about the people who do like to experience things this way? What about the people who are in India or Indonesia or, you know, Tanzania? I don't know why like those names are the ones that are coming to my, the E's and E's and E's. But like, what about those people who can't come to your church, who can't go to church, period, anywhere, because it's illegal in their, in their country. Um, but that can, can join a, a virtual reality space and experience the love uh, of Jesus. Um, just thinking about those things, I think will kind of help us break away from that fear because, you know, like I don't understand a lot about a lot of things. I mean, you could fill, you could fill an entire internet with the things I don't know about other things, but at the same time, I don't know that that's necessarily a good reason to, to not want somebody else to do something. You know, like I'm not a farmer by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm not mad at other people because they farm. Like I, I see the value in it. Now I reap the benefits of people farming, but like, 
you also reap the benefits. That's correct, BJ. So I, I, I want to like wrap it in this context here. And the reason Anna's not talking is because she's wrangling a baby. Um, he was just wearing the headphones and he's putting them right back on right now. But I want to I want to frame it like this. We have to think about the Great Commission, right? Um, we're called to go into all the nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and spreading the gospel. And this is like this is what we we're told as Christians. Once we do this, and once it has been done, then Jesus will come back. And so, I, I'm not really trying to <laughs> to rush him back because I think that he can come back in his own time. Uh, he knows better than I. But like the timing really is based on our obedience to the things that God has called us to. And so, whereas like with video games, I've said this before, um, I feel like those those different like spaces and worlds and areas, they're like islands rising out of the sea. So it's like, oh, dang, there's this space now that, that we should probably go into and, and make sure that those people understand the love of Jesus. Um, now... Going back to my my previous thing, like the metaverse, the terminology, um, this is not just an island that's rising out of the sea. This is an entire universe that's being created right in front of our eyes. And so for us just to say as Christians, you know what? That is super weird. I don't understand it. I don't have the time to learn it. Anybody who does it is wasting their time. Like all of these things that's, that I think honestly are probably based not just in fear, but also in rooted in somebody that you know, um, somebody that you can kind of point to that and go, this is this person and they, they, they use it for escapism. They use it for some negative thing or, you know, like Ann and I were talking about, like even some really like nasty, gross things like that. That's, that's a real thing that, that is a fear. And, but I don't think that the fear of it should keep us from ministering in it. And so I say all that to say this, it's the Great Commission. Just because we don't understand a space that we're in, just because we don't understand um, the workings or the culture or anything like that, just because we don't understand it, doesn't mean that we should vilify it. It's fine if you don't understand it. It's 100% fine. I do not understand the culture of a lot of places, um, but... The thing, the thing of it is, is we tend to celebrate people who take the time to meet those people where they are. What do you mean by those people, right? Like we, we take the time to celebrate those people who go and are missionaries in other spaces, right? So not everybody goes to Africa, but we have no problem. Most of us have no problem as Christians supporting and loving and pouring into and thanking and listening and all sorts of stuff with these people who go to Africa to be missionaries. In my honest and personal professional opinion, that's what this is. Now, if I'm just going there, if anybody's just going there and just to to play games or just to hang out or just to do this, like if there is no ulterior motive to be like, well, I want to be the love of Jesus to these people. I want to to show them um, what Jesus is like. Maybe not always cramming Jesus down their throat because, again, we feel at Love Thy Nerd like you have to earn the right to speak that hard truth into somebody's life. And you do that through consistency and through relationship, we believe. But if I'm going to 
passively disciple these people, which means that no matter how long you hang out with me, you're going to see the love of Jesus because I'm going to be him at every single moment that I possibly can. I'm not going to change who I am just because of this added layer of anonymity that is the internet. And then this extra added layer of anonymity that is virtual reality where I could be anybody or anything that I want to be. I'm going to continue to be who God has called me to be, even in this space, because I think that that's important. And that's what I want people to see. When we talk about nerd culture missions, specifically as it pertains to virtual reality, these are the things that I'm talking about. We want to train people. We want to equip people. We want to empower people to go into the metaverse and be the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture in this particular space. So I'm telling you right now, I'm, I'm just taking, taking all this into account that nerd culture missionaries, which may be a phrase that if this is your first time listening to the podcast, you're not familiar with, but nerd culture missionaries are going to do the lion's share of the work. They're going to take on the heavy lifting. They're going to do all of the stuff. What we need is we need our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ not to vilify that. Now, if it does become an issue because there is space for there to be issues, we want people to come alongside of us and help us, to speak to us, to encourage us, to, to ask us how things are going. We want that. Just the same as any missionary who is in a foreign country needs people back home to be asking about them, checking on them. And really, if you're supporting them financially, you should 100% be doing these things because they don't just want your money. They need your relationship. So that's why Bubba Stalka of Love Thy Nerd has an Oculus Quest 2 is I want to find the reasons, I want to find the ways, I want to help implement strategies for Love Thy Nerd as an organization, a parachurch mission-sending discipleship organization. I want to find those ways that we can look at people who are already doing things, people who are already in VR, people who are already doing church and or ministering inside of this space, the metaverse, and say, how can we as an organization help you get better? And I can promise you that if you are a financial partner, a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, these are some of the things that you are helping come to fruition. You are helping to support the bolstering and creation of missionaries in this space, not just physical space. And if that weirds you out, lean into that, that feeling, lean into that dissonance, ask questions, do not vilify ask questions. Why are you doing this? What are some of the struggles that you see that might happen in this area? How are you safeguarding against those? I think those are completely good questions to ask. They're wonderful, but don't lean into the negative. Don't start with, you shouldn't do that. You're wasting your time, whatever, because I'm telling you right now, there are people out there that God has called to minister in this space in the same way that God has called them to minister in a foreign land that is in physical space that you can see on a map. So, Anna, thank you for all your input. <laughs> Literally couldn't have done this without you. Um, <clears throat> you just. I mean, I, I think maybe you could have done this one without me. I think you mostly did this one without I, me. I looked at you a lot when I was talking. So <clears throat> This one's been rough. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Well, hey, we're going to wrap up this this section here. Don't go anywhere. We're not quite done. Um, we have a nerdy recommendation for you, and we also have a Church Nerds Weekly verse. It's not the memory verse anymore because Anna was like, nobody's memorizing it. Not even us. And I was like, you can't talk to me like that. Yeah, just... You know, call it what it is, man. Yeah. So we have a Church Nerds weekly verse for you. We're going to have those two things and kind of wrap up a little bit when we come back right here on the Church Nerds podcast. This week in nerd history... Yo, Joe! Nerd history. Originating in the 1940s comic strip called Private Bregger, a line of action figures released on February 2nd, 1964, named G.I. Joe. While most people these days know G.I. Joe more for their reliably terrible action movies they decide to keep making, from the 60s up through the 90s, G.I. Joe was an incredibly popular toy line and subsequent children's cartoon. G.I. Joe was the first toy line to coin the term action figure. The original release was four figures representing the four branches of the U.S. Armed Forces. Action Soldier, Action Sailor, Action Pilot, and Action Marine. Action Nurse was added later on. As the decades went on, the characters developed, the storyline grew, and TV shows and movies were developed. The original series ran 95 episodes between 1985 and 86, and focused on the good versus evil battle of G.I. Joe versus Cobra. The show featured physical fighting and high-tech weapons as a way to compensate for toned-down violence and lack of bullets in what was intended to be a children's program. The show also featured public service announcements placed at the end of each show. The show ended with the release of the animated G.I. Joe the movie. However, it would go on to be revived multiple times with the most recent series ending in 2011. A live-action TV series is currently in development that focuses on the character Lady J. With over 26 toy lines, several TV shows, movies, video games, and comic books, G.I. Joe has been a major force in America's pop culture. G.I. Joe was inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame at The Strong in Rochester, New York in 2004, and into the Pop Culture Hall of Fame in 2017. Now you know. And knowing is half the battle. I'm Radio Matt. See you next time for more Nerd History. Tiger Uppercut. Final round. Fight. To close out our show today, um, I have a special guest with me. Her name is Anna. Um, you may remember her from previous episodes of the podcast. I am, I am present. I have been physically present and at least listening most of the time. But Yes. Yeah. And she was uh, lamenting just one second ago before we started how she did not like not being a part of the previous discussion. It's true. It's like, why am I even here for this if it's just going to be you talking? I'm just frustrated. Yes. With, um, myself just with my lack of participation and i'm sorry everybody i also am sorry um, because (laughs) i know just by sheer smartness that i have that people don't listen to this podcast for me Uh, obviously they're here for me they they listen to it for for three things they listen to it in in this order anna anna and (laughs) bubba oh bubba's on it just now 
okay, well, I'll download it, but I might not listen to it. Mm, well, so, I don't know. They like to hear. Well, I do. They like to hear us fighting. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Um, so our nerdy recommendation for the day is is this. It's pretty simple. It's alt space. That was one of the things that I I'd mentioned to you, and you're like, well, what an idiot. Why is he recommending VR? I don't have a headset. Okay, stop yelling at me, lady. Okay, here's the deal. You actually don't need a VR headset to do alt space. There's alt space, and then there's an alt space VR. You can download alt space onto your computer, and you can walk around in the virtual space, create your avatar, do all that stuff that you want to do on your computer without having a headset. So if you want to dip your toe, you kind of want to see what's going on, you can speak through your headset and all sorts of stuff, you can try it that way and see what's going on. Just kind of engage in things that are happening. So I think the whole, I'm going to talk now since I didn't get to talk about anything the entire time that you were doing that. We might go over a little, I think, you know, on my side of things, it's like, well, why would I even go into a VR space? Um, because like, I don't really have a desire to do it. If I'm being honest and Frank, I am a very tactile person. Mm -hmm. Like that's why I have a hobby that involves fabric and like, you know, all these different things. But I think it's kind of like, uh, like you got me involved with TikTok, um, which I have kind of fallen out of, but, which is fine. But I think going and exploring a reason why you might want to be there. There probably are people um, who are similar minded, you know, something that you care about probably is in that space mm-hmm. from what you are telling me. 100%. It's actually, it's huge. Like there's a bunch of people there that we hadn't, you might not have no idea they are doing <laughs> those things. So I, yeah, I still can't go and like, so in VR, even but maybe, if you could, you would hate it. Um, like, on TikTok, there are videos about techniques and projects and stuff like that. I There are sewing podcasts and all kinds of things that it's not actually sewing a garment, mm-hmm. but it it um, it touches sort of what I like to do. Sure. And so I would imagine that there are similar things to be benefited from and gained in that space if you take a minute to explore it. So Absolutely. I guess that would be the encouragement here. Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. And if you even, honestly, you can look at that and you're like, uh, thank you for that recommendation. The answer <laughs> is no. The answer is no. You know what? That's fine too. That's okay. You're I, allowed to I, like. I'm just going to let Bubba do it. That's, and I will, mm-hmm. you know, because. I, Eventually I'm sure I need to play that, the Saber game. Beat Saber probably. game. Yeah. yeah. I think you actually might really like Saber <laughs> Uh But I mean, like there, this, this isn't for everyone. I'm just like, if you're curious at all. You can scratch the itch by downloading it on your computer and giving it a shot. And so try it. That's our nerdy recommendation. You can go, you can just Google alt space, A-L-T-S-P-A-C-E. So that's our nerdy recommendation for the day. We also have a Church Nerds Weekly Verse, okay? And this is going to come out of 1 Corinthians 4. I'm reading out of the NASB. Mm -hmm. And we're going to do verses 1 and 2. It says, let a man regard us in this manner as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of God. In this case, moreover, it is required of stewards that one be found trustworthy. Right. So if you do not feel like you are a person who is going to venture into the virtual reality space, the alt space, I don't Meta- know. metaverse, <laughs> the metaverse, yeah. um, 
trust some other people to do it for you. And those people, like if, if I'm, if I'm emphasizing as much as I am, and I absolutely am this idea of nerd culture missions, those people have to be found trustworthy. We need to, yes, trust them, but they also have to be found trustworthy. So that means that the things that, that we train people to do, we as an organization, Love Thy Nerd, we are, we are, we are committed to pouring into those people, checking in with those people and making sure that they are actually doing the things that we've called mm-hmm. them to do. Because I'm a huge proponent. I'll tell you right now, um, I, we're 100% fundraise supported. Um, again, I tell you guys all the time, go to lovethynerd.com slash Bubba if you would love to join our partner team and become a financial supporter of what it is that we're doing in this this space. All the time, all the time, I'm having conversations with our leadership at Love Thy Nerd to say, hey, let's really make sure that if, if people have a given link for us, that they're using Love Thy Nerd as a way to collect funds, that they are doing something and doing something well for the cause of Christ as far as it pertains to nerd culture missions. I'm always a proponent of that, um, sometimes to a fault, but I want to make sure that if people are are being trusted to do this, that they are actually doing it and that they're equipped to do it well. That's a big burden of mine as well. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you so much. We're excited to be back. Yeah, um, uh, it's, miss been, it. it's been a minute. Like and this has it. been a really long break. It really hasn't, but it, but it has it not. No, it was the that same was two months of break. Those are the break times. That's a long time. It was the same amount of time we did during the summer. And it actually should have felt shorter because we had an extra episode in December. Well, I mean, there was an entire, um, viral word game experience. That That's true. That basically rose and fell in the, the rise time. and fall of Wordle. <laughs> I would listen to that podcast 100%. You, there's going to be a documentary about oh, it someday. I, yeah, probably. And like, why did Wordle become successful when it made no money? Well, you're going to have to subscribe yeah. to New York Times in order to watch it. Oh, so, yeah. too soon. And it'll be episodic, so they make Ooh, sure they get all your money. I'm not doing it. Well, hey, be sure to check us out online at lovethynerd.com for amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show and our other podcast, of which we have a plethora, and videos. And if you would like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, I would love that. Please visit lovethynerd.com slash give. We are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax deductible. I say this all the time. If those letters and numbers mean anything in that order, then uh, sweet. And if they don't, just know that you're giving to support nerd culture missions. Also, don't forget that you can select Love Thy Nerd as your organization of choice um, and your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com. And that's going to give LTN a small kickback at absolutely no extra charge to you when you make the inevitable purchases on the Amazon. Don't act like you don't, because I know that you do. I Mm -hmm. tell Anna all the time, hey, are you using smile.amazon.com? Are you using Amazon Smile? And she's like, you can't talk to me like that. She pleads the fifth. Um, I need to check on it. Hey, you can also uh, find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms and on LTN Radio each and every Friday morning by going to ltnonair.com or downloading the Live 365 app. 
Once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And we'll catch you next week because we can say that again on another episode of Church Nerds. And as always, if no one else tells you this, just remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerds.